And there we go. We are live. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. Hey, listen, I, uh, I've got a bunch of people here with us tonight. There are a bunch of people watching us live on Instagram. Before we go, or before we start, I should say, uh, <laughs> make sure you go click that like and subscribe if you ever want to go watch us on YouTube because it really, really helps grow the channel. It really helps us grow the podcast. So make sure you go like us on YouTube. Give us a follow. Super important. Uh, we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff tonight, um, specifically, well, okay, he's missing his bio mask, but specifically <laughs> the Predator. I guess that the people guy. on the Instagram can't see the Predator, but... They can't. Uh, because it's, it's right there. It is right there. Uh, so we're going to be talking about some of that stuff tonight, but before we get going, uh, we can start maybe by presenting who's joined us today. First of all, a day cosplay. Uh, I know it's Dana, but I don't know what your last name is. Maybe that's not important, but Dana, how are you? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me join. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Alex. Now, Alex, we've met last year, not last year, this year at Comic-Con. It all blurs together now. It all it does all blur together. Alex was in, I think you were in Captain America the one day. Yep. And you were there another day, too, but I forget what. Actually, I think I was only there the one day. It was just Captain only there America. The one day? Yeah. In any it case. It was my uh, first big con back. Oh, well, there you go. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And Mr. AKA, Messiah Complex Cosplay. Oh, Hi. How are you, Jeff? <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. Thanks so much for asking, JS. How, how are you? Our good doing... friend, our leader, our uh, benefactor, whatever you want to call captain. him. Our captain. Oh, captain, my captain. JS Belanger, 1701, without whom this podcast would not be possible. Him and his lovely paramour, Miss Jennifer Walter, our, uh, our producer, producer Jen. Producer Jen. How are things, sir? Listen, I uh, want to give a big shout out to producer Jen because yeah. let me tell you something. It is con crunch for real right now. Um, I decided, and me and Jeff were talking about this earlier, uh, I decided two months before the con to make a Doc Ock cosplay with five feet tentacles. Uh, that in itself was a mistake. <laughs> uh, I'm still trying to get that finished, and we are now a week away from the con. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's a bit of a headache, uh, not to mention that we found out three weeks ago, fucking booth at the con. <laughs> so we're going to be on the 600 level. We're going to have our own booth. I'm hoping everybody's going to come by and take some pictures and hang out and it's going to be a great time, but ooh, con crunch is real. Let me tell you something. Really? Real. Um, if it wasn't for producer Jen, there's no way. That yeah. this could happen. Yeah. Right now, there's no way that this could happen. I couldn't have pulled it off. Um, she's been handling way more than I could have ever asked for. Uh, and let me tell you something. I ask a lot. So, you know, oh, big I shout know. out to producer Jen because, Absolutely. you know, it's going to be an amazing time and big part because of her. We would not be here without her. Uh, what about you guys? I'm assuming you are all coming to Fenix. They're not. Uh, we're actually no. <laughs> You're not. I know. No, like we none of my crew is coming to FanX. So they're going to Disney like the week after and they don't want to risk. Uh, yeah. Uh, I see. Infection. But we got COVID so. anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. No. <laughs> did you really? 
Yeah, we got it last week, unfortunately. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So you're over it. It sounds like right now. I mean, yeah, you yeah we're pretty much like over it. Right. We're, yeah. in the, we're in the clear, which is good. With pure luck that the moment, so I work with kids, the moment I had the one child who doesn't really like hugs or cuddles was suddenly very cuddly. And then mm. two days later, I get a message. I'm like, yeah, he got COVID. And then I'm like, and how, that's how I got it. That's how I got it because he never cuddles. And I'm like, knew it. Just knew it. <laughs> Damn cuddles. What? Damn cuddles. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, when Dana saw that we were going to be talking about Prey, though, she messaged me immediately and was like, <laughs> I have to get in on this. And if you go to her Day Cosplay account, you'll see why. She also has a Predator cosplay. Yes. Nice. She's also very badass. It's right there in the corner. <laughs> that you yeah, can there. Yeah. So you guys can't see it on Instagram, but it's, oh, yeah, you can see it on Instagram. Look at that. Yeah. So, oh, there it is right there. there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Her predator is badass. It's very, very cool. So there you go. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Well, so that's too bad like, you're I not have coming to be there cause... to talk about it. So yeah, because we're gonna be doing the predators at, on Saturday. Oh. Next. Uh, that would have been so much fun. And I don't want to say there's gonna be another one, but there may be a third predator as well. It's not me, by the way. It's not uh, me. No, it's not. Oh, if it was you, I've got a whole other thing going. There's another gentleman that I met at FanX last year that was in Predator that I think insinuated he might be in Predator on Ooh, Saturday. Well, so. That will be yeah. cool. Oh, the guy in the documentary, the, yes. the shorter guy. Oh, nice. Yes. Cool. 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 Yes, exactly. Nice. Yeah. So, nice. so we'll see. But either way, I mean, it. it Either way, Fan Expo will be a great time. I'm sorry you guys will miss it. I mean, it's going to be an interesting time in Florida at Disney in the smeltering hot of middle of the summer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 120 degrees every day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, I'm sure you better uh, be carrying around lots of water because... We got a taste of it with how hot it's been here, so at least we got some preemptive heat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, might as well jump into pray. Do it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping everybody that's watching us tonight has seen pray. Because if you haven't seen pray, what in the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Run right now. Like Let's seriously, on Disney Plus, to watch it. Yeah. It's on Disney Plus in the U.S. No. It's on Hulu. Uh, is it yeah. on Hulu Plus? There's a Hulu Plus now, I think, in the U.S. Oh, is there? It's, just Hulu. it's like it's the just stars. Cool. Everything that stars yeah. is there. Oh. Anyway, whatever yeah. it is. If you haven't seen Prey, go watch it. It was yeah. it wasn't a perfect movie. Of course. I have my own gripes about it. But man, was it amazing. I loved it. I oh, thought yeah. it was fantastic. Um and but before I start ranting and getting into my thoughts, who who wants to give us their their preliminary this is what I thought of the movie. Oh. You know what, Are, Dana? You, since you know, how about you start? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really excited. I the last one was awful, and I was. Don't remind me. <laughs> our first date was actually our date, not date, was actually seeing that, which was unfortunate. <laughs> but when I saw this one, I was like, "This is what I've been hoping that they would go back to the basics, bring it back a little." And I loved it; like it blew my mind. Like I made sure not to watch the trailers because I didn't want anything spoiled, so I had no idea about the design of a predator or anything. So when the outro appeared, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And just like blew my mind. And since that point, I was, I'm so happy I got to see it like right away. Like we were excited, Alex and I, just that we're, we're starting up strong again because the last one was not the greatest. 
But yeah, it's my opinion. I loved it. Alex, Alex. what do you think? I also loved it. Um, I thought it was pretty close to, on my level of liking it, close to the original. Yeah. Um, we had just gone back through last week because we had COVID and watched pretty much every movie that had Predator in it um, last week, building up to, to Prey. Yeah. Um, I love the setting, the environment. It's one of the things I've been waiting for for the Predator franchise, which I had never understood why they never did, which was when they introduced kind of at the end of Predator 2, is the ability that, that they've been here so many times and just so many different area or time period pieces that you could do with the Predator in different time periods like Vikings or maybe Samurais. Um, mm -hmm. So I've been like, I've been waiting for them to do that kind of approach and see if that works. So I was really happy with the results that they got. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't, I have my gripes like you do, but it's, it's, it was a, clearly an effort was made to get back to basics, to get back yeah. to something that was more similar. I read something recently that uh, that's what someone said, said they, they kept taking the franchise in different places and it was never anywhere the franchise should have gone. They always tried to yeah. get it more on the sci-fi element and they had to really embrace what it really, it's called, it's called Predator. <laughs> that's it's, right. I mean, it's, that's yeah. a, it's a thing that hunts. So, so show the Predator hunting. And yeah, through yeah. the ages, I think is a is a it was executed brilliantly in that respect to take it yeah. back to its basics. Have essentially a a outclassed, outgunned, outstrength, outsized human individual that has to face off against this essentially born and bred killing machine with advanced yeah. tech and advanced weapons. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the as the essence was there. Like you, JS, yeah. I have some gripes with some of the specifics, but. The key essence was definitely there. What about you, JS? Where are you on the on the realm of this? Um, I my first thought is that the title of the movie couldn't have been more perfect. Yeah. Because the Yautja in this movie, he's not the predator. Yeah. He's the prey. She's hunting him, right? Exactly. That's that to me was super fitting. A hundred percent agree with Alex that I want to see more of the predator in different time periods. The samurai idea is something that I've had in my head for uh -huh. so many years of why are they not doing a samurai predator movie? That would be amazing. They haven't done anything like that. And I hope that Prey gives them that that liberty to explore different time periods because now that they, they see that it works. That's my first thing. Uh, my second thing, I absolutely loved, uh, what's her name? Amber Midthunder. Oh, she's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was wicked. Uh, she's an amazing actress. I, I found out after the fact she was in a bunch of shows. None that I've ever seen. Now I, I kind of want to go watch some of it because she was so amazing. Um, but I don't really want to get into the gripes of it right now, but I, I really, really like what they did. I think that... Um, they took it back to its origins of, you know, the Predator facing off with one person. You know, kind of how, how what one and two did, right? In the first one, it's yeah. against Arnold. In the second one, it's against, you know, Donald Glover uh, or Danny Glover or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, I, I like that they brought it back to that. Agreed. But, yeah, yeah. there's so, so much to like. The action was good. The Some of the kills... Yeah, because that's some of the kills had to be like, oh my god, did you see that? <laughs> the bear like, trap. It was oh dude, the shield. Oh, oh yeah, yes. the shield. Oh dude, when that comes out, I was like, oh my god, that was fucking cool. 
Like, I was freaking out. Like, that scene where he's just decimating the guys and he's all fighting him with his hands. He was so savage in this. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a whole, the whole first part of the movie, he's not even po- using a weapon at all. It's just his bare hands. And he's kill- he kills a bear yeah. with his bare hands. Yep. I think he does hands. use his wrist blades, but with his uh-huh. bare hands. Well, he does use his wrist blades. You're right, with his but bare still, hands. because uh, this, what what I thought was really cool about that is they he had he didn't have the plasma cannon this time. Yeah, and right. I he guess he doesn't have a plasma cannon. No, yeah. he didn't. He had the darts that he could go and that he would use yeah. the laser sights on that. But and so I'm wondering if it's it, because it's happening three or four hundred years before we're used to seeing it. If that's why the the, the the technology for the predator. Because sure. you'll notice he didn't have the biomask either, or it was a different version of it. And he actually yeah. had his mouth. Well, it open. wasn't a biomask because it didn't yeah. cover his mouth, right? No, so, yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's that, what I'm saying. But... So I'm wondering if that's why he had, I'm going to say, slightly more primitive weapons. We still saw some of the weapons that we'd seen, especially in two, like the net that then slowly yeah. gets tightened. That was people. Oh, so crazy. Yeah. Uh, the spear that extends and stuff. So yeah. we still saw some of them. But yeah, the lack of the the the, the shoulder cannon was definitely a choice that they made to make sure that everything was going to be up close and personal and fisticuffs would ensue. There were a lot more back and forth physically instead of him just being up at a tree and just wasting guys from 30 yards away. I love this made it more intimate, right? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I think like for me, when I was thinking about the use of weapons, I was thinking like he probably, when he landed, he wanted to give at least the, the, the trophies he was collecting a fair chance. You want to be more rough and earn his place, I think, at least in my belief system. I don't know if he was ready to face people and probably assumed they wouldn't be a threat. As I don't well know. As I feel like it was one of those things where he's trying to find who the alpha predator on the planet yeah. is. That's yeah, why he's like constantly he going up a level every time, yeah. right? So. From- from dog yeah. to bear, and then realize there's humans, and it's like, yeah. oh, wait, I might need to come back with something stronger. Exactly. He doesn't pull out his weaponry until he's facing, well, the last bunch. Yeah, exactly. Right, at the end, right? So... Yeah. That is an interesting sure. concept, though, is that maybe the Predators only bring certain X amount of equipment based on what they know they're roughly going to be facing. Yeah. Uh, so if they know they're not going to be facing anything super challenging, sort of like a wildlife, they bring less technology with them they only use uh certain weapons and then as they deem something's more and more of a challenge they start using more and more of their arsenal or maybe even the inverse of that is as the predator himself is starting to rack up kills and planets that he's gone to he then gets to get access to bigger and better weapons like this may have been like a like an adolescent predator or you know someone in their teen years who's just starting to kind of cut his teeth on stuff yeah, so that he doesn't get yeah. some of the bigger, cooler weapons that the senior predators maybe have access that's to. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Well, they also oh, have a code, yes. right? Yeah. They, yeah, they they do. they don't just kill to kill. Yeah, right. right. They're hunters, so yes. they have a code that they that they go by. Um, now, I don't. I know that the comic books aren't, you know, canon, canon or whatnot. Yeah. But you know, you've got Yelchas that were. You know, basically kicked Bad out part. of the clans, right? They were yeah. banned, banished from clans yeah. for killing incessantly or for doing stuff that went against their code, right? Yeah. So, yeah, um, they call them uh, Bad Bloods, and I think you see them. Bad Bloods, and you see them in the Predators, which the predators. was amazing that they finally got to see them in Predators. Yeah, exactly. That was my next favorite movie for me. Yeah. It was one, and then it was Predators, very closely tied with Prey, but yeah. in any case... Uh, we've got a bunch of comments here. 
Uh, first of all, producer Jen, for someone who has never seen a Predator movie, yeah, I know, I know. So, producer Jen had never yeah. seen a Predator movie before we watched Prey last weekend. Oh, nice. <laughs> and uh, I almost kicked her out of my house. Yeah, yeah. That, how how do you said, have that you know giant what? Predator yeah. in the background and no. she's never seen a Predator movie? No. Hilarious. So, uh, I love Jen more and more every day. So uh, <laughs> she's agreed now after finding it fantastic because she says it was fantastic. What a story. The writing was great and the acting was amazing. It really was. Yeah. And now she's liked it so much that she wants to go back and do a Predator marathon and watch them all. Cool. Yay. So I'm right. totally up for that. For sure. Uh, Groot in London said, Woo, I made it. You sure did. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, he actually says, I have not seen Prey, but it's on my list of to-dos. You have to go check it out. It's Do amazing. It. Yeah. What we're talking about. Producer yeah. Jen is also mentioning the suspense building. It was yeah. great without yes. being obvious. And it was that scene when she's running away, right? The predator's chasing, right? After he yeah. kills the bear. And she's Go running away and she home. falls into the mud swamp. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, she's going to figure out about the mud. She's yeah. going to realize that he can't see her. And the music's coming, and you feel he's coming, and then he doesn't show up. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. and you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so the suspense building was, for me, top-notch, for sure. I don't oh, know what yeah. you guys thought, but. Oh, I loved it. Just puts you on edge, and you're holding your breath. You're like, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. And I love it, because sometimes they've kind of lost that with being more about the guns and the and the mm -hmm. fire, and not that fear you should have from a Yaucha hunting you down. Well, I also loved how this movie started, where they start off thinking, or she almost acting like they're hunting the predator. So versus vice versa in most predator movies, the predator is hunting everybody else at the beginning yeah. of the movie. They're trying to hunt the predator and the predator isn't even aware of them at that point yet, which I thought yeah. was a nice, also interesting quit twist to make it a little different than uh, some of the other movies. Yeah. Yeah. I like the whole lion twist as well. Like they think the lion is what they're hunting and it doesn't turn out to be that at all, which yeah, yeah that was pretty neat. Uh, and Chuck. Hi, Pops. Hey, hun. What's going on, Nook? Uh, uh, I'm surprised you're not in bed at this time. It's like after seven. Like, what are you still doing up? <laughs> uh, Groot in London, I am extremely excited. I might be doing this on the project this weekend. Uh, the projector. Oh, on the projector. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Backyard movie Backyard night. movie Absolutely. night. Hey, fuck. Yeah. Too bad I'm not in London. I would totally be up for yeah. that. Yeah, I'll watch it. it again for sure. It was so good. I like I love it. Oh, yeah. Not I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I've loved every Predator movie. But I'm the guy even the last that... One? Even the last one I like. Oh. Uh, I'm a big fan of Thomas Jane. Um, I'm also Requiem a fan of Key and Peele. About? Sorry? Oh, you mean The Predator. The Predator, the, Predator, yeah. the oh, last okay, one. Yeah. 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 Um, Thomas Jane's The Super Predator, Thomas Jane is in it. Yeah, he's the main... He's uh, the, the, the Tourette's guy. Oh. Okay. Oh, right. He's right, right. in uh, The yeah. Expanse. Yes. Oh no, I know who Thomas J. He's the Punisher. Yeah, he's in the Expanse. He's Punisher. That he was in the Predator because I know Boyd Holbrook is like the main guy as far as that goes. Mm. And he has yeah, he uh, he's in there. Uh, Michael Michael um, yeah, Key Key and Peel. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a great anyway. cast. Wait, let me guess. They he had played a great the cast. Funny, he played the funny guy, right? Well, so that's <laughs> you know. That's the one part that I didn't like about that movie is they tried to include a little bit of comedy, and I I think for me that didn't work. Yeah, 
Um, right. I mean, I appreciate that you want to try to branch out and do different things because the last thing you want to do is be accused of just remaking the same thing over and over and over again. See A yeah. Force Awakens, right? Getting compared mm -hmm. to A New Hope too much and people crap yeah. on it for that. Well, this Predator movie was like we've all talked about. It was definitely like a revisit in tone and setting. They just changed a lot of the details on yeah. how the interaction was going to take place. But at the end of the day, yeah. you're still talking about essentially it's, it's forest instead of jungle. And it's yeah. 1715 instead of 1988 or whatever, right? So, yeah. but that that's the tone and the feel of it is still there. And like I said, yeah. it's not it's not not without our gripes though, because because I have yeah. at least a couple of gripes. Do you guys have anything in particular that kind of like threw you off a bit or or took you out maybe or no? I got I, two major things. Yeah, JS and I definitely have our our side oh. of it for sure, but uh, <laughs> I, I, we want to get your guys' opinion. It's it's a great movie. No one's taking anything away from it, but yeah. Were there any issues you guys found with it? Uh, issues for myself. I wish they had a little bit more expansion on some of the side characters because that was one of the things I really liked about the original Predators. You've got an entire like band of characters that you, over the first like hour of the movie, grow to like love and like or hate, depending on what the character mm -hmm. is and how they act. Um, yeah. Versus with this movie, it was mainly just uh, the main girl mm -hmm. and her brother. Yeah. Um, and everyone else is basically like very small roles, per se, on what you at least get to experience of them in the, the movie. So I kind of wish they did a little bit more expansion of that. Yeah. What about you, Dana? I'm kind of feeling that too. I have to watch it again because I was still riding high on the fact that I was just so happy that Brothers they just, back. it's coming back. I miss you. <laughs> like, I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. We get all so pumped up for something. Uh, oh, Keith yeah. online is saying, love, pray, and liked uh, for any new people. You didn't need to know the series to watch it. That's true. Yeah. You didn't. That's true. It's the flintlock, the, the flintlock pistol is definitely a a blatant reference to the end of Predator Two, but yeah. but you're not really missing anything if you don't have that knowledge. You can already. just Google and go, okay, mm -hmm. if you really were curious about that pistol. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. What about you, JS? What are your gripes about the film? Do we really okay? Do you want to go to me right away? Because oh, are you <laughs> going to be a while? I'll be I'll be quick. Do you want me to get mine out of the way first? Sure, go right ahead. Okay, so it's very much a Mary Sue story, right? Like she, yeah. it's it's everyone is dumb except me. I'm smart. I'm the only one that's figured it out. And ultimately, it takes someone physically looking at it, like my brother, to see that this thing is actually a thing, is actually happening, is actually real. But the whole movie, she's everybody's stupid, and I'm the only smart one. So it that it, it took it out a little bit for me because that that formula I find is really like not everybody's going to be so dismissive of her so quick. I know they set it up like you're a girl, we hunt, we're boys. So I, I know that was sort of what was put in place, but, and the contemporary language that the, the Comanches were using in yeah. 1715 really jerked me out of the film every time they would talk and it would sound like a bunch of millennials right now, just, just conversing. And I understand that's to help the audience interact with it better yeah. um, and to relate to it more. I understand why it was done. But it, yeah. it kept on making me forget that we were actually in the 1700s and not. It was, just, it was just filmed in a forest today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. as far as quibbles go, like those are pretty minor quibbles. Overall, the execution was still there. But just those the whole Mary Sue angle wasn't a fan. And then, yeah, the whole contemporary language I thought was just super weird, but like a weird yeah. choice thematically to do. Yeah. But I get that they probably didn't want to have it be like they'd be like, oh, using derogatory native language too. You probably didn't want to do that either, right? That's that's right, yeah. So yeah. I understand the thematic choice why, but it definitely kept yeah. pulling me out every time it happened. But mm. All right, JS, everybody buckle in, strap in. 
Yeah, I mean, no, but before before I even go there, I I completely understand what you're saying. Um, I will say that for me, I can get over the Mary Sue aspect if the story's good. Right. Let's be honest. And most characters are a little bit Mary Sue. Mary Sue, yeah. Right? It's how it's executed that really makes a difference between, for me, between a Mary Sue and John. Like, the difference between uh, Ray and John Wick is the writing, right? Yeah. For me. May Ray is a Mary Sue. John Wick's a badass. Why the writing? Yeah, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like right? Ray had a secret knowledge that nobody else had, though. Well, she come on, she lives on a desert Jedi. planet, has never flied a ship, flown a ship before, but she knows how to fly and out, no, uh, yeah. out fly. You know, she knows it, how to fix the ship. She knows how to. She can beat friggin' Kylo Ren the first time she handles a lightsaber. She can like come on. Like if, for I'm me, no, I'm not saying it's not Mary Sue. I'm I, I'm agreeing with you there. I think it's just a different type. This one, the fir- entire first half of the movie is everybody stupid except me. And after a while, I was like, these guys are hunters. They're gonna pick up on this like quite yes. soon. This is their whole gig. So yes, yeah. yeah. Um, right. Well, the thing too for those like other hunters is they hunted the same things over and over again. So they're not expecting something new to the local environment that they're gonna right. be hunting. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Go, Go ahead, ahead, JS. Get, in, get uh, into your rant. So uh, my <laughs> first thing is a very, very minor gripe. Actually, now I want to make sure everybody that's watching and listening, um, these are minor gripes, right? I absolutely loved the movie, okay? Um, I was not a fan of the look of the Predator. That was my first issue. Um, <laughs> especially I'm when, leaving now. I'll see you. Especially when the mask comes off, he doesn't even oh, look yes. like a Predator. Right, like the mask comes off, and he doesn't look like a Yautja. Uh He looks more like the Pred Alien looked in the Predator. No, AVP two. AVP two, yeah. Uh, then a Yautja, right? So I didn't, I didn't like how he looked. Um, I liked whoever the actor is that played him. I mean, holy shit, that guy he is fucking good. ripped. <laughs> I mean, that guy's massive. He's a freaking monster. Like I don't know who he is, but holy shit. I always but, love that they get the biggest people to be oh, part of it. yeah. And it scares I mean, the crap out of you. You're like, damn, yeah. six fucking foot and above? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the whole bone biomask thing that wasn't bone because it still had a screen inside. Yeah, it to did. See, uh, and it had no eye holes, and it didn't cover his mouth, so it wasn't a biomask. I mean, you know, like, I, I don't know. I wasn't a fan. I like the classic Predator. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I like the classic Predator. Well, there you go. Um, so that's my first thing. My second thing, um, whew, this is going to get me in trouble, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> so, um, I, um, I have carefully. no problem with what they did with this movie in terms of representation. I thought it was amazing mm-hmm. to make a movie around Aboriginals, which you don't get a lot of, to have an almost all Aboriginal cast, which you almost never see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, they really did a good job and it didn't feel, it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel, what's the term you like to use, Jeff? Oh, uh, I don't like shoe-horned. to use it. Oh, shoehorned. Yeah, it didn't feel one. shoehorned, <laughs> right? Where I thought it, you were it, going. It felt like it worked. Yeah. Now, they've announced last week that there's a Comanche dubbed version of the movie that is coming out. It's already out. So if you are Comanche and you want to listen to it in native Comanche, you can do that. 
and it's making the rounds and everybody is talking about inclusivity and how it's so positive and this and that, but they couldn't be friggin' bothered to cast French people to speak fucking French in their movie. Bonjour. <laughs> no, JS is French. JS, I am tell, French. Tell, tell them what you're talking about. And I mean, like the main guy. So first of all, this is a, this is like in the 1700s, right? So this yeah. is French French that they yeah. would be speaking, right? Yeah. One of them is Quebec, is from Quebec. That's the first thing. The only one that speaks French is from Quebec. And it's not the main guy. It's the side guy. Oh. So yeah. the main guy doesn't speak English at all. And all he says is mumble, mumble words that don't even mean anything, that don't match to anything. And there's one scene where he's literally just doing gibberish, sounds that sound like they're French, but he's not even talking. And it's like, are you fucking serious? You want to be all high and mighty about how your movie is so inclusive in this and that, and you can't be bothered to have the French people speak French. It's such a weird, like, I don't yeah. even. That would you, be so easy just to collect. You, like, you I don't have, understand you, it. You know your film is going to have this huge contingent of French people that are going to ultimately be like the secondary villain of the story. Yeah. And then you don't have one person on set to coach them on the French line. Like, if you're not going to hire French-speaking actors, uh, that happens. But like you don't the one guy to speak French? Like, screaming gibberish. And I was like, yeah, oh, my God. That's like, so weird. I don't even mind that they made the French guys the bad guys, because let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Back in those right. days. You can make the same argument for the British at that, that time period, too. Right? They were colonial. Yeah. They were colonial. They were colonial. The colonials, right? like, they were colonials the exactly, yeah. right? So they let's be honest here. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. And exploit so, land and exploit the people on it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what they showed in the movie was actually pretty mild compared to what it probably actually was like back then. Oh, 100%. But yeah, I, I just you know I'm 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 animated and I'm putting it on here and I'm putting on a little bit of a show, but it was just disappointing, and it pulls me out of the movie, right? Like yeah. you're watching the movie and it's like, like really? Like they actually and my yeah. first thought was I hope to fucking god that when they speak Comanche in the movie that they're doing a better job than what they did with the French because. They will have a fire under their asses. Well, that's the equivalent. Yeah. If it, it'd be like if you watch the Comanche cut, and every time someone would speak English, they would just be like "purple monkey dishwasher frisbee." What like they were not like saying anything? Yeah. You know what I mean? It would be equivalent of that, and everybody would just come out in arms about it. So, I think it's a valid point, man. I don't know why they wouldn't have someone on on even if you just even if they weren't French actors and you just gave them phonetically what to say, which yeah. they've done Roughly. in the past for other yeah yeah like you're just gonna pronounce it One like this. Here's phonetically words. what you're gonna say. Yep, yeah, then it's fine. I mean, you could just make it easier, just hire someone that speaks French. That that makes more sense. But well, yeah. you know, I mean, it's it, it, so. First of all, there was a group of them, but only two of them actually had speaking roles. Right. Yeah. The one side guy only had like two or three lines, and I was still be able to pick up that he was from from Quebec based on those one or two lines or whatever. Yeah. The guy that had most of the lines wasn't even speaking French. Like yeah, most of the time, he's screaming gibberish, and it's like. Yeah, the Quebec French to me comes across the same way as the as the, as the the rest of the cast using contemporary English as opposed to yeah, and that is what it is, right? English from the seventeen mm. hundreds, right? So yeah. that's fine. But then, yeah, having the main French guy not actually saying anything in French, just making random noises. Like, what did his script say? Just make random noises with mouth in the scene? Like, I don't <laughs> speak French. I have Squeak. no idea. Yeah, Squeak yeah. a lot. Say make noises that you speak sound French, and we'll call it French. Yeah. I guess that makes sense as to why it wasn't uh, subtitled. Yeah, because I was I was trying to figure out. I'm like, oh, yeah. is it mainly because the characters in the scene wouldn't be able to understand, understand French, them? so that's yeah. why they're not yeah. subbing it. So Tim, 
Yeah, that's what I thought. Black Captain Kirk Black made that Captain point, Kirk, yep. saying yeah. maybe you're not supposed to understand what they say. Yeah. Right? Maybe you're Just supposed to them. understand it the way that she would understand it. And right? have the fear of not knowing what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, but then but then the flip side of it is the guy from Quebec speaks French. Well, Quebec French. Yeah. Right? His one line or two lines are in French, whereas the other ones are not. So it's like, well. Yeah. Still a anyway, weird Anyway, I don't know. One it was a other. weird thing. Yep. Those were my two. Again, I'm making a big show out of this, but let's be honest. It, it's really not that big of a deal. The movie was still amazing. Yeah. They did an amazing job. Did you guys know this was filmed in the Calgary area? Yeah. Yes. Um, so Canadian crew, uh, our buddy, friend of the ben channel, Treadmaker yep. Roberts, Ben E.D. was on the show. Yep. He actually worked on the last one and this one. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. The, the last one was also filmed in Canada. Um, so, you know, I, I listen, I, again, I'm very, very clear. I love the movie. <laughs> and I think what they did was amazing. Uh, but yeah, those are my, my gripes. So then where would you guys, so the, by the way, so we got to mention a couple of things. It's only about an hour and 40 minutes long. Yeah. It is a it is. relatively small cast and it's direct to streaming. So no theatrical release. Yeah. So it, it really was able to, and because it's on Hulu and Disney Plus, it was really available to the majority of people sort of on planet Earth to watch. Yeah. So moving forward, after the not success of The Predator and then AVP2 before that, yeah. where do you guys either want or see this franchise going as its next step? Do they stay on a streaming platform and keep it small and tight? just move the narrative to a different setting or do we try to go back to a bigger tentpole style in a theatrical release spend a lot more money on it and give us something it can still be something to this stand but do you want something more do you want something more where do you see the the franchise going or where do you want to see it go uh, you want to take a first stand? yeah it's interesting because i have a i i loved what they did because it was small it would be great to see it in theaters. Then I have the fear of a big production. Are they going to just blow it up again and go for more of the the big show than a well-developed storyline and that like tension you get you should have for a Yaucha? Or are they going to kind of compete in a different way for the big screen? I feel like this, hopefully, just like what happened with Predators, like Predators was great. And I loved it. And then they were just like, and throw the storyline out the window. Let's go somewhere else and just like drop it. I wish maybe they don't drop that style and maybe continue it. Because in Predators, you see a bunch of different time periods that clearly have been on that planet. And I would love for them to explore that more. Get in the nitty gritty. Go to, you know, feudal Japan. I would love that. And maybe, maybe try the big theater again and give us a go. Because a lot of people love it. And maybe that will be good since, you know, pandemic is getting more regular for a lot of people. Theaters are more opening up. Maybe they can start doing that again. What about you, I do. Yeah, no, that's fair. Two different directions I would want to see it in. Um, one is going more sci-fi into the future with Colonial Marines as maybe the uh, the team that this Predator is hunting. Um, then you can get a little more sci-fi, maybe get a little more lore um, advancing in the Predator uh, setting. And then the other direction would be sticking with the more um, 
time period, like going back in time and picking different time periods. So we'd be doing a story plot um, in Japan based around honor. So people or betrayal of family um, and having the predator inserted into that kind of a story. Cause that's one of the things I think this movie really showed and made it shine. How good it was is it's focused on the story of the person as well as the story of like the predator and yeah. not basically blowing it up with like, Oh, well there needs to be some sort of like crazy, like expansion of the lore and not focusing on here's a key story about these characters that we want to tell. And the predator is in it. Uh, it's still a main star, but they're much more kind of like as a background to kind of like a, a core story around the character, human characters. Right. Yeah. And I think JS and I were talking about that and our friend Tim in our, in our one little thread, it's a, it's a Star Trek thread, but we, we tend to kind of wander <laughs> off a little bit because it's interesting too. And this will be a spoiler. So maybe like, I don't know, muted or something, but not for Star yeah. Trek, right? No, 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 no. For, for <laughs> Trey. Yet. If you're watching the credits roll by, you're seeing the movie played out in little animated feature, but then it goes past the end and you see three predator ships ships coming back down, arriving where it was. So it is possible that you would get a direct sequel. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of a feudal Japan style, you know, samurai were essentially the police of that time frame. So it would be cool to see how they would handle something like that i have to be honest though like you touched on alex there always seems to be such a huge focus on the human elements and i get that because then we can relate to it it's our audience yeah but i would love to see like a just a yaucha move just a like it's happening on their home planet an invasive species attacks them that'd be and then maybe everything is subtitled maybe everything is not dubbed per se but maybe everything is subtitled but we don't really get a sense of how their society looks, how their society works, what their planet even looks like, how they are. Is this just a cast of warriors? And then they have other casts that are able to build the ships. Is it more like almost like a Klingon type thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would love to get a deep dive exploration and I would rather see it in a TV format, like a premium streaming TV format where you get a tight six or eight episodes for a season, maybe even a limited series. And it's told from the predator point of view. And we get to see how they live, how their society functions. And then, yeah, some kind of a, a threat. I don't even care if it's xenomorphs. I'm fine with that. Use xenomorph. Yes. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But take the human element out of it. Because that seems like when the movies have broken down, it's broken down because the human element was shit. Yeah. And the predator was still was still the, the iconic character that we want to see more of. So that I would love to see. It'll never happen. They'll never be able to sell it. Yeah. But, no, uh, like that's that. what I would. Now that we have streaming and there's so many more ways to tell stories that's yeah that would be my pitch 100 percent. but i think you yes. bring up a, oh, no sorry go ahead no no go ahead alex go ahead I, say, I think you brought up a good point of what i'm wanting to see more and more of a lot of things is a small mini series instead of like a movie yeah, oh, yeah. i would love take that. a little bit that, more time that, yeah, that's what i was about to say yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry i stole your thunder then <laughs> no just go ahead dive. yeah go ahead that would be what i would really want to see is just spreading out a little bit more having like yeah. maybe it doesn't have to be a full six or nine episodes but just have like a four or five episode uh, kind of show that just gives everything a little bit more room to breathe uh, and you can yeah. still have those suspense elements um, in there of like the predator lurking around the background showing up here and there showing up at the end of the episode and then the next episode's the big fight scene kind of thing mm-hmm. but anyways, i'll take it back to you uh, js yeah i uh so i i have a couple of different thoughts on where i would like this to go and 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 they don't contradict each other but they go in different directions a lot yeah. Um, the series. I think Disney Plus and Hulu have that capability of offering us 
more than just a hour and a half, hour and 45 minute movie, right? They can break mm-hmm. it up into, even if it's just a four-parter, right? Like four 50-minute episodes or whatnot where you can actually develop the story a little bit more. Specifically, again, for me, the human element where I'd love to be able to see... I think what this movie went it did well is it touched on the Comanche culture. I mean, we didn't get a lot of it, but it explored the Comanche culture within a Predator movie. Yeah. There are so many other cool cultures that we could be learning about, that they could be showing us, that they could be, like, like you said, feudal Japan, you know, the samurai era, Roman Empire, uh, pirates, Vikings. Uh, Vikings. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there are a lot of different, like, imagine having a season be Japan, and the next season it's Vikings, and the next season it's pirates and that to me would be amazing now could you also do that with movies for sure um even if they keep doing movies i think they touched on a good thing there where they should keep doing different time periods yeah but the one thing that i and jeff just touched on and you're right we were talking about that one thing we have not seen that i think they have to at one point show us at least to see if it's going to work or not is do a yaucha movie yeah on their planet and like you say, xenomorphs, other alien race, who cares? Something happens to them. Yeah. And then they have to defend themselves. Yeah. Right? They're the hunted, right? They're the prey. Right? Um, that's that's another direction I would love to go see. Oh yeah, same. Because I like Alex's thought too with the sci-fi elements. Like someone just said Mandalorians, or like could you imagine like a Yelcha just oh. dropped into like a Star Wars y style and disney owns it all now so i mean you could yep. absolutely make that happen if you want it again it'll never happen but mm-hmm. something <laughs> like that where because everything we've seen has been they've been battling either ancient technology or our current contemporary technology but like yeah. alex was saying we don't get to see them in like a sci- a true sci-fi elements we have, that yeah. would that would be cool to see them mm-hmm. facing off it's easy to hunt prey that's not your equal in size ferocity technology or any of that stuff yeah a little more difficult if they're on par or above you how would they? You know, how would they handle that? How would they approach that? That would well, be like a very illegal cool alien cosplay says. Imagine predators facing off against a clan of Mandalorians. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, or yeah. or or Jedi's during the High Republic, or, or Jedi's during the High Republic, you know Republic. what I mean? Or Sith lords on Exegol. You know, like it would just be totally badass to see that style of. Uh, yeah, that Alex, that that's a really good point. And illegal alien. Yeah, you guys. That's cool. I never thought of that before. That's that's. that's I cool. definitely had uh, dreams about the Mandalorian and uh, Predator as I've uh, been spray painting the uh, Pulse rifle or the uh, Mandalorian rifle from season one. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this would be great as a Predator like rifle, like sci-fi rifle, if it wasn't already in Mandalorian. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just the whole rifle being a spear and being able to, like stab people with it, I'd be like, that'd be great as a Predator weapon. Hell yeah, it would absolutely. Uh, do we want to move on to topic we do because we've been online for 40 minutes now yeah. and uh, well, we could talk for days about prayer, we though. could talk for days oh, yeah. about this so yeah. maybe we should move on a little bit yeah. um, I, now this might surprise some people that are watching that maybe not be on top of you know all the geek culture news but they were making a Batgirl movie and this was going to be an HBO direct release and Michael Keaton was signed on to return as Batman. So this Batgirl movie was going to be within the Michael Keaton universe. And it's been canceled. 
Now, my understanding is they were done filming. They were halfway through editing. Uh, Warner Brothers now has merged with uh, Discovery. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's it's Discovery, I guess, that bought Warner Brothers from AT&T. And um, the head honchos said, you know what? We're cutting the fat. We're getting rid of all the bullshit. And that was one of the things they decided to cut. So... What was your thoughts, first of all, on a bat on a Batgirl movie? I mean, we've seen some screenshots. We had an idea of what it was going to look like. What were your thoughts on getting a Batgirl movie, and then it being canceled after actually being filmed? It's crazy. Let's go first. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the it's the it's the dumbest thing. Yeah, go ahead, Dana. You're you're you are the girl at this at this table. So what are your? <laughs> we're just just white dudes. Like, who gives a shit how we feel about the Batgirl film? Well, how do you feel? For me, like, I was just, like, I've always loved Batgirl. So I was, like, really excited. I'm like, we're going to finally get there. And also just, DC, let's get going on some of our movies and shows. And But I was, like, really excited. And finding out that Brendan Fraser is going to be in it. And I was like, yay. And then just, poof. And I was like, really? It wasn't even like you were, like, mid-production. You were done and you were editing it. Like, What? Are you okay with scratching that much money? And uh, can you imagine the actors? Like, she looked so happy to be being Batgirl. All of them looked so dedicated in their roles. And all the photos, the set photos. And it was like, and nope. Goodbye. And I was like, of course. Why you do this, DC? Why? <laughs> like, why? Well, that's the key element to understand, well, too. It's not DC that's doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, this this yeah, was started in the in the previous regime. This was started when yeah, it was true. still Warner AT and T, and yeah. it was Discovery that came in. In fact, the head of DC Films, um, Mr. Hamada, nearly left, nearly Ooh. resigned over this decision. Um, well, should have, because uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently his plan is still to resign. Thing. He's going to stay uh, until Black Adam is is released, and then he's likely to he's likely he's partly responsible point, for so. the Josh Whedon freaking mess. So yeah, he can leave as far um, as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. He was hired in 2018, Mr. Hamada, right? As, well, as head of DC Films, so maybe he was still involved prior to. So well, he just enough. became the head in 2018. A um, couple things, though, to note. Uh, it was due to get a theatrical release. Initially, it was made strictly for streaming, but then it was going to be released theatrically. Oh, really? Okay. And that's why when they did the cancellation, they said, we're not doing either. You're not getting a theatrical release, and you're not getting it on streaming. You're not getting it at all. Three different reasons have come out since the initial story broke as to why it happened. The first reason that came out by the New York Post said that it was they were doing test screenings and the test screenings went so badly that they said it's never going to see the light of day. A competing report came out and said that the new team from Discovery that's going to be heading up DC films doesn't want smaller side piece films as part of the genre. They want to bolster DC into closer to what Marvel is. They want big tentpole films and this didn't fit it. It was a small $90 million movie because it didn't fit the way they want the brand to go that they were going to cancel it. And then a third thing said they just needed a tax write-off. They needed a $90 million tax write-off. That. And that's what this was. Including, by the way, they also the same thing with a, a, a Scooby-Doo animated film at the same time. Yeah. 40, 40 million they had sunk into that Scooby-Doo animated film and that was canceled the same day that Batgirl was canceled. So... I mean, talk about shooting yourself in the foot, man. What it cost yeah. them nothing to throw it on on HBO Max. Just yeah. throw it yeah. on HBO. You've already spent the money. Yeah, let us exactly. let us and watch key, it. And right? figure Everybody's it out. Everybody's already been paid, also, right? Like, let yeah. the fans tell you how they feel instead of assume. That's right. 
like I get they're worried about it watering down the brand because the brand has already taken its lumps as far as the DC movies go. But dude, yeah, just throw it up on the yeah. Let us decide, right? Yeah. Batman versus Superman. When they first did a test screening of that for the executives at Warner Brothers, it got a standing ovation. And then it got released, and then it got roasted. <laughs> so you can't tell from a small, small sample group what that film's going to do or how people are going to feel about it. Yeah, Especially exactly. a film like that, where it's going after a key demographic that typically is not the key demographic for these types of films. It's going after yeah. young girls. Give them a hero. Absolutely. Yeah. This makes perfect sense. Why don't we do this? Throw it on HBO Max. They're like, no, you're never, ever seeing it. Now, are we going to see a release the Snyder cut because the film is is principles all done. They just have to finish editing it in the effects. Yeah. And if it's only a ninety million dollar budget, it's probably not an effects heavy movie. Yeah. Do we it? Do we get the groundswell? Do we get all the Snyderverse people coming out of the work and be like, release, release the back row cut, release the back row movie, whatever you want to call it? The Keaton fans are already starting, because let's be honest, DC is now tiptoeing around the Flash movie. I wonder why. Right. <laughs> so now we don't know oh, if that's Ezra, actually going to come Ezra. out. We don't know what's happening. Um, and again, that movie was promising us Michael Keaton back as Batman, yeah. right? In, in, in a bigger Batman. role, by the way, in than he had in the Batgirl film. So. Batman. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, there's a lot of people that had you know their hopes up on Keaton coming back as Batman and potentially doing more stuff as an older. Oh yeah. You know, more grizzled Batman and a mentor figure and potentially even lead into Batman Beyond. I mean, that was the main idea and where why everybody wants the older Batman and so that can be the cripple so that we can get Batman Beyond. (laughs) So differently abled. Go ahead. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, he's Batman, right? I mean, he's taking his fair share ass kicking. He's he's crippled. Yes, absolutely. Um but yeah, you know, it it I Personally, I think it's silly to just trash it when you've already spent the money. So for me, it has to be either, like you said, Jeff, a tax write-off or not fixed thing. Something that they saw in the movie and they said, no fucking way. We've taken enough heat from the fans over Batman versus Superman, over the Justice League Whedon cut, over Wonder Woman 2. You know, like they've put out a lot of garbage over the last little while. So maybe it was a little bit of both. My real question is, do you think we'll ever find out what the problem was or what happened? No, they they put out their statement. They made their statement. So that's and they doubled down on it on the investor call last week. Oh, by the way, the investor call last week, they also doubled down on the Flash movie coming out with a theatrical release. So because they've invested 200 million in that film. So yeah. it's not so easy to Take to write that off. Hit. <laughs> but man, alive. Who's What are they going to do? Like... They do a press tour with their star press tour with their star in prison? Is that where they're yeah, going to do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he might be going to fucking jail. He's going so... to jail. All of his pressers are on Zoom and you, you know, on there. Zoom from a cell. Yeah. So I mean, Guys, fucked. Like, how they've been banking so much on this crazy ass is beyond me, but... Did they actually yeah. find him? I thought he, like, took off. I don't know if him? they found him. I, I don't, don't know. know what it, the current thing is, but, I mean, it's just yeah. a long list of <laughs> transgressions. Everything's yeah. on fire. Right oh, 
it's Ezra, fine. Ezra, Ezra, very, very talented young man, but obviously a very troubled young man as well. So, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's DC's in a tailspin. They, they're talking about having this 10 year plan um, to rebuild the brand, to, to yeah. focus on the key franchises, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yep. I, I don't know. Is is it too damaged the brand at this point? Can they bring so. it back? I feel like it is to myself for myself personally. Can they yeah. use the Flash movie as a giant reset button and start everything from scratch and build it like Marvel built theirs? Give us individual stories that eventually tie into I mean what should have been I think like, that was the plan. Well, they did they shotgun Suicide Squad and Justice League before they had established all the characters. So it kind of yeah. And, Ju- and Suicide Squad made a shit ton of money, but Justice League definitely did not. So it's it's one of those things where you have to you know decide: do we build the universe up, or the problem is is everybody the, the the executives kept assuming well everybody knows the DC characters like everybody knows Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and stuff. We don't have to have individual films for them, but there's all kinds of brand new people to the genre that have no idea who these characters are and the, or they don't know their story. There's nothing wrong with giving us those solo movies first to be able to get us all invested in that one particular character, just like Marvel did. And then, yeah. and you know what? They'll get accused of copying Marvel. And you know what? Who cares? Okay. They're clearly got the formula, right? It's as long as we're getting good up. movies with heroes. We love to see then. Yeah. I, I don't you copy anything you want, man. Like just make it good. Mm-hmm. Not exactly. asking for a lot. Make it good. I feel like they tried to do with movies, what they've been doing for decades with the animated movies. Right. Every 10 years or so, they come out with a series of animated movies. I have the War series in mind right now where, uh, you know, the stories all have their own stories, but then they also all intertwine within one or two Justice League movies, right? Um, but I was going to say, that's what I liked about what they recently did uh, with their animated series with DC. And I, me and Dana went through and watched a lot of the kind of like where they had a kind of like their version of Marvel series up to their end game uh, mm-hmm. with the animated movies. I was watching point, it. Right? Yeah. No, I think it was uh, Dark... What was the, the movie called? Oh, or, uh, Dark Apo- uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Yes. Yes. That was so good. That was yeah, really like the buildup of, of, of that cinematic universe where it's like, okay, we're going to reset the universe here. We're going to make everything this new style. We're going to have somewhat of a plan. Uh, of all of these different movies, all somewhat interconnected, but still having their own stories. And I'm watching DC and their theatrical movies just dropping the ball over and over again. I'm like, how are you messing it up this bad when your animated series movies are good. Are, are hitting it? They're doing oh, yeah. it. I think it. I think it comes down to translation a little bit. Um, yeah. Because the first film in the in that in that basically based on the new 52 series was justice league war so the it did introduce the individual characters but the first film was still the animated i mean was still a yeah. justice league animated film it's like yeah. when you're trying to adapt a book into a movie you can't just do the book uh, verbatim. no wasn't it a superman movie i don't think so. not in 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 so they go in stages so that yeah. new 52 stage the first one was justice league war oh. yes yeah, and they fight a poc- They fight um, Dark Side, a very dumbed yeah. down Dark Side, but uh, you're right. still it Dark is the Side. First one. Okay. Yeah. But you still get the introduction to all the characters. All the characters you do. The first introduction. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Um, and then they all start having their own individual movies after. So, like, Batman has like three or four movies to expand Batman, even if you already know Batman. Yeah. Aquaman's got at least, what, one? Throne of Atlantis, for sure. Yeah, Throne of Atlantis, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's yeah, So they one. go War, Son of Batman, Throne of Atlantis. Batman versus Robin, Batman Bad Blood, that one was amazing. Yeah. Uh Justice League versus Teen Titans, that was amazing as well. Justice League Dark, 
Teen Titans, the last, uh, the Judas contract. That was also very good. Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. I didn't even know that that existed. I haven't seen that. I don't think I've seen that one either. Hmm. Uh, and then Constantine, City of Demons. Death of Superman, Reign of Superman. Hush. Yep. yep. Uh, Bloodlines. Yep. For and Apocalypse War. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 They could have easily done a few more movies of some of their main characters, but they at least got some in there, there, here and there. Also, when they started doing some of their big movie or bigger movies more towards the end, they took the characters that they had been in multiple movies. So some of the Teen Ter- uh, Titan characters like Damien, Raven, um, and made them the stars instead of the main cast of Justice League. They're still there, but they're more of a minor role um, in some of their like more bigger, getting close to end game uh, level movie at the end. That's actually even happening in the comics right now. It's it's John Kent that's that's being the Earthbound Superman right now. The son mm-hmm. of 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 Superman and and Lois Lane is is because Superman's off planet. So like the big Superman. So I just saw Death and Rain so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they have John. I think he was Kent. dead in this version. I I the last I checked, he was off planet. Ah, okay. Dealing yeah. with something, and so Jonathan Kent was essentially the Superman of Earth. So. Yeah, so that's a, that's a cool idea, and it helps you to start to bridge that kind of like what what Marvel's doing now is starting to introduce some younger characters, and yeah. and you can see how they're going to be the ones that are going to, you know, take over those roles moving forward, right? You got Kate yeah. Bishop, and now you've got Falcon is going to be Captain America. Like you've got those the torch is being passed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we still needed the time to establish those characters in their own films, you know, universe over the course of shit how long is the marvel cinema 2008 i think iron man one came out so yeah. and now we're in yeah. 2022 so yeah we're talking a huge investment in time yeah and that's apparently what dc wants to do they're just getting off to a really terrible foot with this whole cancellation business in the background well, film. i think their problem too is not even just the cancellation it's just they tried to run before they could walk agreed so they didn't take the time to realize hey what made the marvel stuff such an success is they took their time they made sure they had everything kind of planned out with more like, okay, we're going to have these as the main team for the first bit. Um, slowly add in new characters versus with um, DC. It seems like it's like, oh, they're already like nearing the finish line on the lap and we haven't even started running yet. We got to start running now. Right. It doesn't matter that we don't have a plan. Let's just go. Right. And now they're just tripping I, I... and falling down the biggest hill. Yeah, they are, but I disagree though. I don't I don't think that that's how they went about it. Like I said, I really think they went I don't think they went about it saying, "Oh, we got we have to catch up to what Marvel's doing." I think that in their mind, they were laying this out the way that they laid out their war series, right? They were laying they were trying to build this series of movies the way that they build their animated movies, which didn't work because the the animated movies are typically watched by well, us, right? Either kids or nerds, right? So, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's not the mainstream. So, when you try to build a series of movies in that manner, I mean, it obviously fell flat on its face. Although, I, I, I am in the minority. I haven't hated any of the movies. Uh, Wonder Woman 2 was... That's the only one I couldn't watch till the end. Um, and the Josh Whedon Justice League wasn't very good. The Snyder Cut. Oh, what an amazing movie that was! Hell what yeah, an amazing freaking movie that was. But, Agreed. If anything, that way we just left a little more bitter taste in my mouth of like finishing and being like, oh, what we could have had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, we're yeah, looking. still got uh, it, right? That's what Groot in London is saying. Well, yeah, like we need the fans to get invested in the character stories, to be immersed in the universe. We just haven't got that with DC like we did with Marvel. And it's important to note, too, is, is some of those early films, like Iron Man's not a good example, but Captain America, the first the first Avenger film, only made like $200 yeah. million and change worldwide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, some of those early films, the, the that Incredible Hulk film didn't make a ton of money either with um, yeah. Edward Norton. So they had they definitely had to walk before they could crawl. And they, and they had they understood it's footsteps in the sand. Right. Like you have yeah. to you're going to have to eat a little bit of shit to start off to get these characters introduced because nobody knew who Captain America or Iron Man or Thor were. Right. Yeah. These were C and D list characters in the comic books that the common man on the street had no idea who they were. Well, yeah. bet your ass they know who they are now. Yeah, exactly. Because they found a formula that appeals to the general audiences. JS and I have talked about this at length. They're not making it for us. We already know. They yeah. know we're going to pay for it. Yeah. They have to make it so that the general public that doesn't know who these people are are not interested in the genre, that they want to like it. And yeah. now Endgame is the biggest grossing movie of all time. For that very reason. they Just like Gruton just said, they made us yeah. care about the characters. And Marvel did something that DC doesn't do. Marvel focused on the heroes. That's why yeah. some of their villains are shit in Marvel, especially in the individual films. Oh, Terrible yeah. because the focus is on the heroes. They want you to yeah. fall in love with the heroes because the villains yeah. are going to come and go, but the hero is going to be the one that lasts throughout. And yeah. that's what's going to inspire you. And that's what's going to make you cosplay. And that's what's going to keep you coming back for more and more. And that's what's going to make you sad when someone snaps his fingers and dies or someone goes back in time to bang Peggy Carter for the next 40 years. <laughs> you don't get those guys anymore. Yeah. If it were the focus on the villain, you wouldn't care as much. Yeah. Because the focus was so much on the hero, now you care and you get invested. So that's what DC has to do. DC's the home of great villains. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They, they gave they gave Joker villains. his own movie and they're giving him a sequel. So yeah. Lady Gaga as uh, Harley Quinn, by the way. That's that's a very, very interesting casting. And it's yep. going to be a musical. I've heard that. <laughs> yep. I know. It's a weird choice. Okay. You but do I think you. DC <laughs> give it that way. I think they've got to start making us fall in love with the heroes again. Right. Uh, producer Jen says, speaking of Thor, happy birthday, Chris Hemsworth. Well, happy birthday. I didn't know it was his birthday today. Well, that hammer, Dana. I'm sure he's watching. Hey, Chris, what's going on, buddy? Glad you could tune in. <laughs> Yay. Hey, nice. <laughs> I have many of them. Hey, the new Mjolnir. There you go. Yep. Meow, meow. Yeah. Meow, meow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, listen, we've been on for almost an hour now. Um, was there did you, is there any other topics you wanted to touch on quickly? or Just... <laughs> no, no, no. Just talk about what you guys have on the go, what you guys have got coming up. If there's anything you guys are working on cosplay wise, if there's Alex, you alluded to that. If there's any cons you are going to be going to like after your Disney trip. Just tell us what's happening in your lives that that relates to the geek and nerd shit <laughs> in your life. OK, let me tell them my life. No, not that. <laughs> we don't have that much <laughs> time. Dana. We're only on here for another <laughs> therapy session. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Alex can start if you would like love. Yeah, so I've been trying to get back into the groove of finishing and working on cosplays. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, finishing is the key word, right? Yes, because <laughs> I've got so many projects on the go. And as Jeff is a close friend, kind of knows, is I love to start a bunch of stuff. Dude, that's all of us, man. Like, don't feel bad about that at all. Um, so I'm trying to finish my Daredevil costume right now, especially because all there's there's a lot more hype coming around Daredevil uh, now that he's coming yes. back in a few different series. With a new uh, suit, so I'm getting super excited uh so i've been trying to work on his early season two suit uh when he goes up against the punisher mm. um and ran into an awesome fiasco of spray painting mm. so i'm trying to figure out how to recover my uh prop helmet from that 
Uh, but lucky enough found out that uh, X Coster is releasing the Daredevil later part of season two helmet, the one that I've always wanted to have, where it's the much more smaller fit um, that we he's going to be kind of having in all the other series where it's going to be like yellow in the She-Hulk. So right. I've just ordered that, so that's coming in. Nice. Uh, and other projects, Star-Lord, because it's close to finished, and yes. Mando, because it's a massive project. And I have no idea how I'm going to complete it. <laughs> <laughs> With spit and grit and determination and... And a lot of crying. <laughs> so when's the next... So you guys aren't going to Fan Expo. So when's the next con that you guys think you're going to be able to make it out to? <sighs> or just not on the radar right now at all? I think it's going to have to be... What's the one in the December, November at uh, Toronto? Oh, the, oh, fan oh, the Christmas one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Something light. Cause... What's it called again? Fan Days. Fan days. Yeah. That's probably the next one that we're going to be able, or at least one of us is going to be able to make it to, because unfortunately our uh, fall has been completely filled up with love and weddings. Nice. A lot of love, a lot of weddings. <laughs> yep. A lot of money going bye-bye. Yep. <laughs> I don't even think we have a September weekend to ourselves. It's just week- uh, wedding, wedding, wedding. Oh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Damn. Yeah. Are you working right. on anything Dana cosplay-wise? or? I got to start doing it again. I have to get myself back into the swing. Um, I know way back I wanted to do Lords from Lord of the Rings, so I want to get into that. Um, Satine I had on the back burner from Clone Wars, so I want to get into her. And then just get Put Butcher done. It's, yeah, well, hopefully that one. Let's see which version I can actually produce. <laughs> uh, and then Butcher from The Boys, a, a gender bed butcher. Yeah. So what you're saying is I need to get to working on my Obi Wan Kenobi from the Clone Wars yes. series as well. Damn it! Yes. Ah, uh, so many projects. After you. <laughs> always copying my cosplays. Alex is always, always. copying all my cosplays. Wow, well, the Again. Clone Wars Obi Wan is armored. Right, he's got part of a. I know. I still need to go to a con. For it, then pretending I to be Jeff, just yeah, walking behind Jeff right. as the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Myself yeah. to look Cosplay like Jeff in normal Jeff. life. Yeah, yeah. You have to do it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Definitely. Oh no, it's happening. Not going to be good for you at all. Yeah. Have a patchy shave work in one of your days. There you go. Also have a shaver in one hand. I can't help that it comes in glorious and full and thick. That's not my fault. I mean, it's all gray now, if that makes you feel any better. But... Uh, JS, we know what you're working on, but why don't you, why don't you tell the kids again what uh, what you've got on the go right now? Doc Ock. Yeah. Massive Doc Ock. Um, I'm hoping it's going to all hold together. Um, I've only got a week left to pull it off. So, you know, you got this, I mean, buddy. You got this. No sleep. Um, no sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm very close. I'm very close. I mean, it's like literally, I'm down in the, you know, workshop, on my lunch. Uh, you know, before dinner, after dinner. I mean, that's all I'm doing right now. So, I'm close. I'm close. Uh, but yeah, the next week is going to be a little bit hectic. Uh, yeah. but we do have a booth, like I said earlier. People that don't know. We have a booth, a fan expo, level 600, right where the red, well, not right where the red carpet is going to be. We don't know where our actual booth is going to be, but uh, con is in two weeks. Uh, no, it's in, uh, oh, yes. Oh, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, what, what, what are you doing with the other <laughs> week? The two other weeks. week is recovery and crying. <laughs> well, no, so the final week crying. is going to be booth preparation. So we're yeah. going to be making t-shirts and signs and whatnot. Um, All kinds of crazy stuff. So we got a lot of preparations there. The signage for the booth, like the actual backdrops and banners have been ordered. Power has been ordered. Uh, the TV stand has shown up. Uh, 
I've realized now that my mannequin doesn't stand on his own. Oh. oh. So I need to find a way to lean him on something. So I need to build something for him Is to build the stand. Is it too heavy? Show. Uh, it doesn't have a stand. It was meant for a stand in the feet, in the foot. But I never oh. got the stand when I bought it. It just came as is. So it just leans in the corner. Um, oh. So I got to build something that it can lean on because it is coming to the show. Of course. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's all I'm doing right now. Like I'm working. <laughs> and enough. then when I'm done work, I'm working on this. Yeah. And then when I'm not working on this is because I'm sleeping. Yeah. That, that's that's me for that's, the next. No, that's fair. For yep. the last three or four weeks, and for the next couple of weeks, yeah, at least, yeah, same. Just trying to get all the stuff ready for the booth and and helping out as much as I can, and then um, finishing touches on the Battenson, which uh, I did get the uh, the new cowl in, and then finishing touches on Boromir. So it. yeah, I think we should be good. I think uh, yeah, I'm really only is... waiting on one or two pieces, and I think we're gonna be okay. What's up, Dana? Is this your second wig? Uh, technically my third. So okay. Witcher and then V for Vendetta and now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Fourth wig because Ron Burgundy. Oh, uh, never mind. You've got yes. a hang of wigs now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but I've gotten the, the hang of just, I just, I actually, I send them directly to Erica's house now. I don't even like, <laughs> I don't over them to my house and take them there. I just, I just send them directly to her and then I give her money and then she gives me really, really cool wigs. The Boromir wig is amazing. Uh, our booth is going to be sick. No, I'm not putting it on now. But oh. I do have. I, I've got Boromir on a dress form. Yeah, I got Boromir on a dress form, so I'm going to bring that dress form to Fan Expo mm -hmm. on the days I'm not wearing it. Same with the Predator. I'm going to have it in the booth so people can see it, and yeah. we're going to put little notes on it because Megan actually did a lot of work on it. So we're going to yeah. make sure she gets credit for all the work that she did on yeah. it, helping out with it. Uh, and my good friend Doug Cottrell uh, donated a lot of the the material for it. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's happening, dude. It's it. We're close, man. It's... Did you say you're doing a predator as well? No, 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 okay. no, Have, hell no, no. <laughs> my I did post my lineup. So uh, doing Corbin Dallas on Thursday with Megan. She's going to do Lilu from the Fifth Element on Friday. We're going to do a big Spider-Man group. So I'm going to do Spider-Man. JS is going to be his Doc Ock that he's crying about right now. And our friend Rob is going to be the Vulture with 10 foot Yay. wings that he's made. Yep. Very cool. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to be doing Lord of the Rings. We're doing Boromir. And then uh, Rob and JS are going to be doing the Predators. And then Sunday, we're having a big, big, big DC day. So I'm doing Battenson. Uh, Ed is going to bring his Batman. Mike's going to wear his Batman. JS is going to be doing Red Hood. Rob is going to be doing the Riddler. Uh, Victoria is going to be doing her Catwoman. And we're going to try to put the word out to get as many DC cosplayers as we possibly can to have a so big DC meetup. I know. I know, right? <laughs> a big, big like DC meetup on the 600 level near the booth mm -hmm. on Sunday is what we're going to try to see if we can get going. So. Yep. Yeah, major it's all. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. It's gonna be it's gonna be good times, but it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be crazy too. So we got to go in on th early Thursday and load up and and you know get the booth together and make sure everything works and yeah, it's gonna be safe. I mean, we're gonna be there Victoria. Thursday morning. I mean, yeah. if they say that they open up at ten and we can start setting up at ten, That's we'll be there be for there. ten to start setting up because yep. we don't know, right? This is the first time we're going. Yeah, so Keith. if yeah. you guys show up and the booth is in shambles, guys, you know, go easy on us. It's our first time, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, exactly. It's our first them, one, so. Get yeah. them some coffee with some booze Yeah, exactly. Hey, <laughs> supply of coffee and yeah, whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, anybody going, we hope to see you there. Come to the booth. We want to focus on cosplay at the booth. So I don't care who you are, what cosplay you're wearing, whatever. Come to the booth, interact, get a picture with us. And if we happen to be doing the live podcast at the time, 
we'll be more than happy to start talking to you as part of the live podcast. So that's another thing too, is we're going to be doing our Thursday night podcast from the booth. And then we're going to have, you know, live, I mean, we can call them podcasts every day Yep, from the booth, right yep. from the fan expo convention floor. So yep. it'll be fun. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm getting alerts on my phone constantly for the last 10 minutes that my phone's about to die here. I'm down to 4%. <laughs> All right, I'm let's wrap it up then. We'll, we'll All right. But listen, hey, thanks everybody for sticking with us. I mean, there's still people watching us live on YouTube. We never get people watching us live on YouTube. So it's amazing to see you guys. That's great. Thanks for everybody watching on Instagram. You guys stuck through the whole episode. We still got a bunch of people watching. So thank you very much, everybody. Listen, uh, Alex, Dana, I mean, uh, we're not going to see you at Fan Expo, but hopefully we get to see you either at Fan Days or at Comic-Con next year. Yes. Jeff, I will see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, you well, will. Well, actually, we're going to talk next week. Next week, we're going to do a pre-con show. Oh, next good. week, we're doing a Fan Expo special pre-con show. We're going to show off what we've been doing. Cool. Uh, Rob, the bad guy, is going to be on. Um, Perfect. So we're going to talk all about Fan Expo next week. Sweet. Well, that'll be it for this week, everybody. Stay geeky. We'll see you next time. See you, guys. Nanu, nanu.